Culture Map presents What's Eric Eating? From the Gal Media Studios in Houston, Texas, here's Culture Map food editor Eric Sandler. Welcome to What's Eric Eating? Culture Map's weekly look at all things Houston bars and restaurants. I'm your host, Culture Map food editor Eric Sandler. No guests this week, but that means an extended time with my good friend, local beverage consultant, Linda Salinas. Linda, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm good. What? No, no, no. Well, I, I made guest. some, I made some inquiries. <sighs> People had scheduling conflicts. Nobody wants to hear our gap in longer. Okay. Maybe a little, all maybe right. a little bit. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. Instead of three topics, I have a stunning five News of the Week topics for you. Are you ready? All right. All right. Topic number one, Ronnie Killen, a man I have referred to in print as Houston's King of Meat, will open a second location of Killen's Barbecue in the Woodlands. He is in final negotiations to purchase a property on Six Pines Drive. It is right across the street from Good Company Barbecue. Linda, I don't know. What do you... I, I mean, I have thoughts about Killen's, but I, I want to throw it to you first. What do you What do you think about Killen's barbecue and our current barbecue firmament? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I have one thing to say. Print that money, Killen. I mean, his barbecue is really great. His and barbecue I mean, is really great. Is really really great. I mean, there's. I think that that's a perfect location. The Woodlands really needs it. I mean. Uh, good company has done really good out there. Yeah, it's an interesting thing because everybody talks about corkscrew. Oh yeah, but but that's an old town spring, and if you're in the woodlands, it's like a twenty ish minute, you know, fifteen twenty. If you're really far back in the woodlands, like thirty minute drive. Yeah, I mean, but and they're only open for lunch, and they're only open. I want to say five days a week. Yeah, and I think corkscrew also like always, almost always sells out. Like yeah, no. Corkscrew is outstanding. Yeah, I think it's, it's some good. of the best barbecue, not just in the Houston area, but in Texas. I had a really delicious rib from them last week that someone brought me. Yeah, but it's not. It, it is not the only. It, it it does not have to like. I don't think this will hurt Corkscrew at all. No, I in fact I think there's a them. lot of demand. Right. Yeah. And and Ronnie has had a couple of barbecue pop ups in the Woodlands. He opened a steakhouse up there last year. To huge crowds. So yeah. clearly there's demand. Uh, Man, but I just want to know, when is he going to go ahead and f- give us give us Killen's barbecue at the old Hickory? So Stop playing. So please. construction. So, con- so <laughs> he swears to me that construction, they've gotten whatever permits they were waiting for uh, to finish the work on the old Hickory hollow space. Now, it's not going to have a ton of barbecue because Truth Barbecue is right across Washington Avenue from that location. But it will have his chicken fried steak and his fried chicken. And they've been doing, you know, they've been having pop-ups. So they did a Nashville hot chicken sandwich for a couple of weeks. Mm, mm, they did I chicken pot pie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it'll have a little bit of barbecue, but it's not going to be a barbecue yeah. only restaurant because that doesn't really make sense right across the street from Truth Barbecue, which is... Also outstanding. No, I mean, I just, I, I think every, I mean, I hate to say this and kind of have this blanket statement, but like almost anything that Ronnie does, he does very well. Like if you do like 
even when there's like a big, large food event or Southern Smoke or, you know, whatever it is, like he always comes with the noise. Right. So I remember judging one of those Houston barbecue throwdowns a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's supposed to be blind. You're not supposed to know who made what. Well, when it's like three different dishes on a wooden plank and black truffles has been shaved all over it. It's, you know it's from Ronnie. It's Ronnie, yeah. And and he's in it to win it in everything that he does. Yes. He's got a he's got they're putting a Killen's barbecue with its own smoker in at Minute Maid Park for Astros games this season. I Bang mean the man bell. the man is a force. Yeah. And and I think sometimes it's easy he's he's pretty high profile. He's had a lot of success and he can be cranky on social media. He's and so, so nice. Sometimes and- he gets haters. But I think but I mean I went to that Killen's pop up on Washington, you know, off of Washington Avenue in December, and I ate the fried chicken and the chicken fried steak. His food is delicious. It's really good. And I just think it gets overlooked sometimes because he, because he's kind of cranky on social media. It's easy to, it's easy to hate on the guy, but I mean, he's, I mean, he kind of acts like a dad, like, hey, get off my lawn. You well, know what I mean? He's like, kind he of just a cranky. Gets a little, he is, but like, he's kind of like, like, you know, someone's dad, like, hey, don't, don't wax the car like that. You know what I mean? Like, don't do that. You know yeah, what I mean? I feel like he has strong opinions about yeah. washing car washing techniques. He's a little <laughs> bit like a cranky football coach. Like they say, like when for, you know, like the, the guys at the really top of the profession where the, like, it's, even if they win, they, they are already thinking about like the ways they could have lost or the things they have to do next year to stay on top or all that. Like Ronnie's a little bit, he's like the Nick Saban of Houston chefs where if he, right I know, me. right over your head, I know. Right but if over he, me. But even when he's, sports. even when people like <laughs> praise him, all he's thinking about is like all, like he doesn't, he doesn't hear the praise. He just, he like reads that one star Yelp review and just like wants to firebomb. Yeah, no. And that's, and that's great. That's a great. Um, he's very driven. Yeah. All right. Topic number two. I'm glad you're here because... Someone that you know well has changed jobs. We all do. We all do. Jonathan Horowitz, who has spent the last four and a half years as the CEO for Legacy Restaurants, they own Antones and Ninfas, has left that role to start a new consulting firm called Convive. Linda, you worked closely with Jonathan when you were consulting for Ninfas on their cocktail menu. So I don't want you, I, I don't want you to be spilling. T from Legacy. I don't want to get you in trouble with Neil Morgan. You're you're not going to. The owner of Legacy Restaurants. But what's it like working with Jonathan and and how do you like if you were assembling a team to consult on a restaurant, would you recommend him? Absolutely. 100 100%. Like he's a true professional. Um he's Hearing that he was leaving the company was a little like daunting, you know, I mean, obviously, right. uh, because he's really good at his job. Like he understands deadlines, communication, he's thoughtful, he lets people grow into their into their roles. Like, you know, like when he when he puts together something like he puts all of the all of the pieces and parts all together, you know what I mean? He's thoughtful, um, which I can't always say that about everyone that I've worked for, work, worked with, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but to hear that he was doing his own consulting firm, I mean, get at it. I mean, it's he 
he does he does a great operation. Yeah, I I I think he's done a lot for Legacy in that four and a half years. You know, comprehensively remodeled the original Ninfas, expanded the kitchen. You know, added the PDR, like all this landscaping. Antones. Right. Antones is a revived. rolling machine. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean. Distributes to Austin now. Yeah. A new location in the medical center, better menu, right, by bringing Alex Padilla in, you know, promoting yeah. him from not just working as the Ninfa's executive chef, but giving him oversight over yeah. the whole company. You know, There's a new location of Ninfa's in Uptown Park. Uh, a new concept, the fast casual Mama Ninfa's Tacos y Tortas. It's yeah. an understory. You know, so yeah, I think he did a lot for Legacy in four yeah. and a half years. Yeah, no, and I mean, and so now that he's he can work on other new projects, I mean, um, I think it's, I think it only is, is only going to make the Houston, Houston restaurant and bar scene better, you know? Yeah, and I think, you know, I mean, and it's it's stupid stuff, right? Like Antones does those guest chef sandwiches. Yeah. You know, and I think the, the current one is Ryan Lashane. You know, Kaiser Lascari did one. Whitney Merciless did one. It's basically, it's like, uh, you know, Bun B did one. It's like, you know, Nick Skirfield, their publicist. Like, it's just his Rolodex of mm -hmm. clients and friends. Like, uh, but... But that's a good but that's a good way to bring Antones into people's consciousness in a way that maybe it hadn't been before. Yeah, and I mean And Jonathan has those kind of marketing ideas. And I think he will yes, I think whoever he winds up working with, it will be a benefit to those people to, you know, leverage his expertise. Yeah, I mean I think there's a lot I mean I think that, you know, the Houston restaurant scene is always like it's always kind of like growing and growing and growing and sometimes you know you get places to open and it's like who consulted on this you know and they did <laughs> whose There's, fault is this whose fault is this like the service is terrible you know what i mean or or whatever you know what i mean and people you know consultants can really like it's like hey why don't we do it this way you know or hey let's bring in this staff or this is the model that works really well or you know right so on and so don't forth. open here like that is a terrible look at, right yeah. like yeah, yeah, don't yeah. do that yeah, don't do that. <laughs> right. Open somewhere else. Good idea, but not that, you know, not for that location. Use fresh ingredients. That's a good <laughs> idea, you know. All right. Topic number three. Katz's, the 24-hour deli, is coming to the Heights. They have acquired a piece of property on North Shepherd right next to the new HEB. Uh, don't you think that's a little too much over there? In the Heights? Yes, man. It's bananas over there. It's it is not slowing down anytime soon. Good gosh. Um, well, and you know what? Here's I I don't have an issue. It's just something something to think about. Um, does the Heights need a late night? Like all those people have the Charons. You know what I mean? Like well, it doesn't it doesn't have a lot of late night. I mean. It doesn't have anything that's twenty four hour, at least off the top. Even that that whole like Garden Oaks Oak Forest, like I don't even after eleven, I don't even know where you would go. Like if you're, like if you're drinking no. at like Johnny's Gold Brick, doesn't have food on a Tuesday. Doesn't have food, and you're hungry. Sorry, where do you go? 
bar nuts. <laughs> right. Well, right. And like, Which like, the bar nuts are really good. Well, and, and little like, kids can make them. And, and better luck tomorrow Holler. serves till midnight, I want to say. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, all right. So that's kind of, but, you know. Well, doesn't La Lucha do a thing? Fridays and Saturdays till 2, two yes. Really? Yes. Wow. Pancakes. That's where Matt Harris goes for pancakes. That's crazy. <laughs> they also, yeah, I just... But there's just also not a lot, got a lot of deli, you know, sandwiches. And of course, Katz's, Katz's is one of those places that starts serving liquor, right? They stop at 2 a.m. That's when you're legally required. But you are legally allowed to start again at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. And Katz's is one of those places. Not that I'm some raging alcoholic, but, <laughs> Somebody, you know, somet- I have, Sometimes you need a Bloody Mary and at also, 7.30 in the morning. Or you're like a shift worker that like works overnight and you don't want to you know you've earned a drink i mean you know it's funny um we used to have when i worked on the hungries project uh we would open you know we open at 10 o'clock in the morning and you know we'd be setting up and like getting like catering lunches and so on and so forth but there was always like nurses walking in at like 10 o'clock in the morning and you know it was really funny like the the counter the counter bartender slash person would be like can you believe these girls and these scrubs come in at 10 o'clock in the morning and they're going to go like work on people and they're just, and I'm like, dude, they don't start work. They're literally getting off of work right now. They've literally been working for like 30 hours. Don't be judgy boo boo. Just serve them the drink, you know, serve right. them their glass of white wine while they're waiting for their roast beef sandwich. Cause they haven't eaten in like 18 hours or something, you know? Um, so, I mean, but that might, you know, um, it always just surprises me that like how much stuff gets, you know, like starts over there. I mean, I really want people to go to the third ward, please. You know, I. I mean, that's that's coming too probably, but you know, nothing attracts success like success, right? Yeah. Most of the things that have opened in the Heights have been highly successful, I'm like, which makes more people think, oh. I could do that too. Yeah, and so they keep like, going there. Well then, and it's crazy because, you know, I think about it now. Have you guys, okay, I run occasionally, not recently though, um, but I run past Turkey Leg Hut. Yo, somebody else open up something over there. Well, they, they see, but the thing is the Turkey Leg Hut people are the, are opening more stuff. They're going to do a breakfast concept. They're working on some sort of beer bar. Oh, their bar. They got I uh, just, oh, they got man. bar fifty fifteen. They're doing something with that. Bar fifteen fifteen is gonna be awesome. Like I already started they're starting I've I saw a little sneak peek of it. It's gonna look rad. Yeah. So so, so but they I mean see come that on, but that's just one like I wanna see more people over there because Oh, it's coming. That I'm, way I can run or walk home from it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So but you have you have strong feelings about cats one way or the other. I, I have to admit, I don't I I don't eat there. I don't know. I don't know that I would ever eat there before about eleven o'clock at night, and only at someone else's idea. I mean, I don't. I don't think that they're. I don't think that they're good or bad. I mean, I. I'll be honest with you. I haven't been to Katz's since my twenties. Good and, lord. And estoy viejita. I am. I'm a little old lady. <laughs> um. I mean, I haven't. Like, I just haven't. That's just not somewhere I think of. And I, and I think about it now. Like, I don't know how many times I've been like, 
Man, I'm really hungry. I guess I'll just go to Chapultepec. You know, I had a long ago ex-girlfriend who only when she was drunk would demand to go to Katz's. I'm trying to think who it was. I'll tell you after the show. (laughs) Man. But, but, but without her in my life, I, you know, I don't have anyone that's like, let's go to Katz's. Like, I don't have any objection to going to Katz's, but I'm not going to do that on my own. I'm going to get my deli craving satisfied at a more normal hour at Kenny and Ziggy's. Yeah, Kenny and Ziggy's. Absolutely. Or New York Deli. Right. Absolutely. All day, every day. So (laughs) I'm not, so it just never occurs to me to go to Katz's. I don't, I don't think ill of it, but it's just not, it's not a place that I go. Yeah. Well, and hopefully, um, hopefully whoever's listening to this will send me a couple of suggestions on things that you guys like to eat there because I don't know what I would want to order there Yeah, you or can, what's good. Right. Slide into your DMs on Instagram at KaylindaHDX. <laughs> right. All right. Topic number four. Uh, Heidi Lau, huh? a apparently a, a luxurious hot pot restaurant from China, luxurious hot pot, make your own soup, is coming That's to cute. Katie in 2021. And I know how you feel about this. You do, you do hear what you just said. Well, so, all right. So here's the thing. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> all right. I'll let you. All right. They have locations right now in California. Seattle and New York. Why is it, why does it make it so luxurious? Oh, I'm glad that you asked. Oh, yay. <laughs> so they apparently they have really good customer service. So while you wait because it's very popular as long as a wait, you can get a hand massage. <laughs> and like when Ooh. it's when it's time to sit down, they give you like a little plastic sleeve for your phone so you don't get soup broth on it. And they are known for their noodle dancers. What do you see? So they, they hand pull noodles and the guy like dances around while he's hand pulling the noodles in the dining room. Not awkward now, at all. I embedded a video shot at one of the locations in California in the Culture Map article about this development. And I just noodle encouraged dancer. and I fast forwarded to the part with the noodle dancer. So I'm thinking something else in my head. Yeah, you're thinking <laughs> of mantras, a different kind of dancing. That's not what this is. Watch, watch, this watch. is family. This is family friendly. But there's a video. I embedded a video. And if all you have to do is... I fast-forwarded to the noodle oh, dancing. Oh, man. All you have to do is click play. Okay. All right. Noodle dancers and hand massages makes it luxurious. Heard. Yeah. So it's going to open in the same development where Tim Hoan, which is the Hong Kong-based dim sum restaurant with a Michelin star, is opening. Hmm? Will you drive to Katie for hot pot? No, no, boo-boo. No. No, that's all you. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I, I like my, my I, I like a different kind of noodle dancing. All right. <laughs> this whole segment's going to get cut from the radio. There's no way Michael can air this. I'm just kitten. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so far. It's far. But you know what? I'm having to drive to Austin a, a bunch um, for work stuff. Uh, and I might, might. Go there sometime. If somebody else drives, you'll go. There. I mean, you know, I I might give it. A, I do love. I do love soups. Like I love the soups from like my my thing. Have soups you been? To, have you been to Shabu Zone? Yes, Queen. <laughs> it's that's really good, right? It's so good. It's I love it there. So I so I'm intrigued by fancy hot pot because yeah. I I like the Shabu Zone. 
I, I love have not the been to Square. But they don't, call, Square. They, they don't call it a luxurious. What do they call it? Like, what's their their deal? Uh, it's all you can eat, which I love. It's all you can eat. Well, I mean, you really don't. You can't, I mean, you can't mess up soup. You know? right. Well, I mean, you can. Oh, yeah, you can. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can dump too much stuff in it, but then they just bring you a fresh pot of broth and yeah, you're, and it's you're back off to the races. Yeah, back off to the races. <laughs> Give me this nap of cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> These enoki mushrooms. <laughs> all right. Topic number five. Kirin's, the fine dining Indian restaurant. Oh, it's so beautiful in there. Well, they're expanding. So oh. they had that they had that Medici pizza next to them that only lasted about six months. And they have taken that space. And they're going to expand their dining room, kind of give it like a lounge thing. I wonder who's going to do their drinks for them. <laughs> <laughs> are wink, you, wink, wink, wink. Are, oh, <laughs> lucky you. All right. Well, we'll come back. We'll, we'll come back to that. There are, there are advantages to this program other than more seating. Specifically, that you won't have to walk around the side of the building to get in the restaurant. You can mm-hmm. you can go straight from the valet stand under a canopy. Boom, you're in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Which it's not a long walk, but when it's hot, rainy, or windy, it kind of sucks. Cares about that. People care. Just, apparently, according to Kieran, according to Kieran Verma, their customers complained about it frequently, which is one of the things that motivated her to do this. Dim, Dim River Oaks. Yeah. Well, they're fancy people. You know, yeah. women in their nice heels. They don't like to walk very far. You're right. You're right. And then the other thing is the pizza restaurant had two of those Italian wood burning ovens in it. Mm-hmm. She's going to use them to make naan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> wood fired naan. Yeah. I'm here for that. Because she makes those stuff naan. <laughs> she makes those stuff naan and they cook them in a tandoor. And sometimes, you know, you put them. They put them in vertically in the tandoor, mm-hmm. and sometimes the stuffing like leaks from one end to the other. It doesn't right. stay put. But placed flat in a pizza oven, it'll distribute evenly. Science. Science. <laughs> anyway, Kieran's really excited. I think it's going to be really pretty. And uh, so you're working on the drinks for, for the new Kieran's? I mean, if Kieran's have called me, yes. <laughs> oh, like they've hired you? No, or? they have not hired me. I was just... You're no, just putting it out into the universe. I'm just putting it out in the universe. You're looking for a gig. You're I, available. I'm not looking for a gig. I've got plenty of gig, but like I love, I just, first off, that building is gorgeous, you know, and like yes. she's put so much love. And I mean, um, Shepard Ross did the original consulting. He, he you did. Know? He did. They've always had a really nice wine list. That's always been part of the program there. Yeah. I had a really delicious dinner there as part of interviewing Kieran and her daughter, Puja about their plans, and it reminded me that I don't go to Karen's enough. Not, not enough, yeah. And it's she's she's awesome. Like yeah. I should I should have her on the podcast. Yeah. Anyways, uh, moving along. Moving along. All right. Oh, just to before I wrap that up. So this is all happening pretty soon. Should open end of March, early April. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. That does it for the news of the week. We'll be right back with our restaurants of the week. Stick around. You're listening to What's Eric Eating? So, Linda, for our restaurants of the week, I want to talk to you about a new concept from the Nobis folks and a new nightclub that just opened up in Midtown. Let us start with Quixote. This is the new... Agave Bar and Pozzoleria. Pozzoleria. From Martin Steyer, his wife, Sarah Steyer, and their bar director, Sarah Troxel. 
It is located within the toasted coconut and is available by reservation only to people who subscribe to the toasted coconuts email list and newsletter. Yes. Uh, I'm not allowed to call this a speakeasy, right? You're not allowed to call it a speakeasy. It's it hidden just, within another bar. It, well, I'm just, I just think that when you say speakeasy, it just levels up to a, it, it love, it makes the level of douchery just goes whoop when you say that. I don't know. I mean, just call me crazy. I just, that's just me. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. You know. Um, shrug emoji, you know? Right. And it's not, you know, we we were talking about the headline and I wanted the adjective hidden rather than secret because, first of all, it's not a secret once there's a Culture Map article about it. Mm -hmm. And also, like, it has an Instagram account. So it's not like they're trying to keep it secret. You just can't see it from the street. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have signage. I mean, but it's, I mean, that's, you have to be on the in on, yeah, you have to on the of, newsletter or you have to like sign in. Yeah. You know. Well, we went to Quixote. We did. What did you think? I loved it. I loved it. Why did you love it? Um, I just, you know, honestly, I, I love the food that Martin does. I love the food that Martin does. Like, and we had Agua Chile and those like. Bay scallops yeah, covered and in negro mole and negro mole and like I mean red pozole red pozole they have red pozole and green pozole you yeah. know white and pozole like, which white is. pozole that's what it is um it just has green chilies in it or green I think things. that's right yeah. yes. um and I mean I just I I love what those guys do like the food the food is really good I think I mean they have a great selection of Agave, I mean, it just started. That program is just going to continue to still blossom. Uh, the light, I, You know what? And what I love so much about what those guys do is, is that the lighting, the lighting and the music is always great. And that starts anything really, you know. Right. And the, right. I, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. They always get the soundtrack. It's, it's, not just the, it's not just the music choice, but it's like the volume. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's loud enough that like you can definitely hear what you're listening to, which in our case was Queen's Greatest Hits while yes. we were there, which is never a bad choice, uh, but never so loud that you like can't hear the people that you're talking to. Yeah, or, I don't know. So it's a good balance. And yeah, I mean the the food we had, especially those base scallops, um, that pizzole, you know, super tasty. The drinks were, I mean, I had a. I had a house cocktail and a Paloma, you know, I mean, Sarah, you know, Sarah makes great drinks. That's why she's our Tastemaker Awards Bartender of the Year. She's working with Peter Yanka, who's worked Anvil, Tunket Sparrow, all kinds of other places. He's the best. <laughs> he really is. He's incredible. Yeah. Like, super experienced, like really knows his stuff. And he's just so lovely to be. I mean, everyone, everyone, that's the thing. It's like what I love about them opening up this thing it's like it's controlled you know it's controlled and i think that you know like the next bar that we're going to talk about is completely the exact opposite you know what i mean but like they're they're very controlled and so you kind of like you walk in and it's just like a really nice experience and so like if you guys get a chance get on that newsletter so you can go check it out and i think they're only open on um thursday uh, friday saturday uh i think it's thursday friday saturday with the possibilities to add wednesday and sunday yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah they're they're kind of easing it yeah no i mean i think it's a it's a 
it's a great, you know, and I always like what Toasted Coconut does. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, right. I, I tried to go there last weekend not knowing it wasn't going to be open. Yeah. And so the, like, the worst thing that could happen is, oh, so we hung out at Toasted Coconut and had a couple of drinks. And then maybe get some pie? Uh, yes. We, I, well, we'd already had dessert, but <laughs> I, I still kind of wanted, they had key lime. I kind of wanted it. Yeah. We didn't get it, but I kind of wanted it. Yeah. Their, their pie's real good. Pie is mandatory at Toasted yeah. Coconut and at Nobis. And at Nobis, yeah. No pie at no pie at Kyoto. You have to leave Kyoto and go into Toasted Coconut to get oh, the pie. Oh, boo hoo! <laughs> I'm just telling the people. I'm not complaining. Just, I'm just oh, telling okay. The I people. thought you were complaining. I was like, dude, come I'm on. Just telling the people. All right. <laughs> so that's Kyoto, and then let's talk about Dahlia. This is the new, the new bar slash nightclub on. Fannin, right across from Drury Place, the new so apartment tower. So pretty. It is real pretty. Real pretty. It's like all, it's a big old Instagram dream. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the lesson of present company is that every room is an Instagram environment mm -hmm. is definitely being felt. And of course, you know, they basically, the one of the partners said to me, like, you know, we really like present company. But that's just a bar and we want to be a bar and a nightclub. So they have tables, you know, they have, bottle you can service. reserve tables and bottle service and a big screen and a DJ booth. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're going to, and, and the, one of the guys, one of the guys there was one of the openers of present company. So they, you know, there's some overlap, Yeah, but it's definitely its own environment. I mean, the, the whole flower motif is really, really pretty. Mm -hmm. They've got that antique uh, iron fence, like on the second floor. It's kind of unusual. Well, there, I mean, it's one of those things. Um, I went in there a couple of days ago and, um, and like I tried a couple of the cocktails and they're going to, they have like, they have fun cocktails. Like they have a Jessica rabbit cocktail that's got pop rocks and strawberries and it's, Grey Goose, you know. Right. And one of them comes in a light bulb. One of them comes in a bathtub, like a little so, plastic yeah, bathtub. bathtub. One of them comes in a Capri Sun bag, and it's got Bacardi in it. You know what I mean? It's like, and they're going to do large formats, uh, lar large format cocktails for Sunday Fun Day. And so um, it's, I mean, I think it's, it's going to crush, you know. Yeah. It'll be a party bar. Of, yeah. And they have like a, they don't have a kitchen, but they have... No, they're um, gonna have food trucks and pop-ups. Yeah, no, I mean it'll be, it'll be perfect midtown spot, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, like, I probably personally wouldn't go on the weekends. I'm too old for that. But I might go for, <laughs> for happy hour on, or a pop-up on a Sunday. Right. Yeah. Right. If you know, if if JQ Tex-Mex Barbecue shows up at Dahlia yeah. on a Saturday afternoon, it's like okay, like I'll go. I'll go have a light bulb cocktail and delicious birria tacos. Like I can make that. Yeah, work. absolutely. So, uh, and then they have that raising the stakes, which is this like ridiculous Wednesday night steak night thing that draws as many as a thousand people. You know, it was at uh, it was at Bell Station for years. It's been a, it's been other places, but but that's the new home for that. Uh, Dahlia will be the new home for raising the stakes, and. Uh, yeah, I I have not experienced the drinks. I only got to tour the property, but uh, it is it is an impressive bit of design. No, very. It's um, it's going to be a monster. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Linda. Anything before you get out of here? Houston Barbecue Festival is coming. 
April 5th. April 5th. Also the same day as Tacos Over Texas. So I don't know. It's a it's like a foodie two-step. I don't know how that's going to work for people, but uh, you're going to have to choose. Tacos or barbecue. The ultimate Houston conundrum. I mean, 25 of the best barbecue in, you know, I don't know. I don't know either. Chef Fest, you doing anything with Chef Fest? I am not. They did not call me this year. Oh, no. Well, it's, it's all of your beloved friends from the Butcher's Ball that are organizing that. No, it's fine. No, they're doing other stuff. Okay. I'm, I'm doing Houston Barbecue Festival. I will, I'm going to be doing the drinks for Houston Barbecue Festival. I'm going to do, do some stuffs. All right. Well, know. that's exciting. Yeah. Um, thanks for having me. Um, and that's it. All right. We will follow you on Instagram at HTX. People can... Slide into your DMs to suggest whatever it was that we told them to suggest to you. Cats is nothing else. I don't Katz's, need anything Katz's else, y'all. menu ideas. Thank you. Don't start this bananas. Just, you know. All right. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Eric Sandler. Keep it locked on culturemap.com for all the latest Houston bar and restaurant news. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back next week with a guest, I promise. <laughs>